Did you dab? I dab. I dab. Cannabislifenetwork.com. Did you dab? Did you dab? Stop saying dab. 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 Let's dab. Welcome back to Extractly, the show dedicated to bringing you all the hottest news and reviews of cannabis extracts, edibles, and concentrates. So fire up your torches, grab your rings, and get ready for another episode of Extractly. Welcome to a very special Extractly, brought to you live and impromptu from the Cannabis and Hemp Conference here on in Vancouver. On location for yeah. the first time. It's yeah, our first a, day out. We're dabbing up, the, dabbing up the conference room of a hotel right here. Um, yeah. And we're joined, uh, we're here with uh, Reagan Ashby from Thermodynamics, which is a, a local e-nail manufacturer. And uh, your, your product caught my eye here at the, at the show, so I had to bring you on the show. Thanks. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit more about this bad boy we're working with? Sure. Um, well, we're from Toronto and we build them ourselves mm -hmm. in Toronto. Simply, our, our website is an online head shop and I had been dabbing myself and I've been using a few e-nails and I thought, well, we should start selling e-nails. That kind of seems like where things are going. And then just, I don't know, I'm not gonna insult other e-nails, but just the ones out there we weren't really impressed with and mm -hmm. they were really overpriced. Mm -hmm. um, and then we built a couple prototypes. We went to this thing called the Dab Crown in Los Angeles in January. And dabbing's huge down there in, in Los Angeles, and they hadn't really even heard of e-nails too much either. So really? hmm. after thinking about it and coming back, I thought I should just make my own. Mm -hmm. And so I hired a couple engineers, and that's what we've been doing the last few months. Awesome. Yeah. And you got these, these quartz bowls that I think are just the, the electric quartz. It's fantastic. Yeah. Right? yeah, so there's quartz, there's titanium. We're mm -hmm. even going to get ceramic ones soon because mm -hmm. we're going to do another run, and we're going to get a whole whole new set of accessories and things. Now you were saying you personally you personally prefer the titanium, but I yeah. have to admit that the quartz caught my eye precisely as you've said, the cost, right, is so reasonable for yeah. what you guys are charging. Well I mean honestly, like I charge the same price for the titanium and the quartz. Mm -hmm. like, they're both twenty bucks really right. um, mm -hmm. if you want to get one. But uh, this is the kind of stuff you learn on the show that yes. you're getting ripped off yep. and you buy a two hundred dollar bowl for your dab rig. Yeah. yeah. Some things are worth spending the money on yeah. and some things aren't. Yeah, well, yeah, and with yeah. the quartz, it's disposable, man. It's well, like yeah. people complain, oh, it's no good after three months, it breaks. Yeah. It's 20 bucks. It was mm -hmm. glass. Recycle it. We, of course, still maintain that you have to do your research when you're looking into titanium bowls to yep. make sure that they're good titanium, mm -hmm. but, but it still shouldn't cost you an arm and a leg. It's poured metal, for God's sakes, or milled or whatever, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. And they're doing the millions, well, thousands at a time. Yeah, exactly. So. We've got but, uh, this uh, awesome rig, this awesome piece of glass that we're uh, going through today. We'll have yeah. some pictures up of it. It's a, like his and hers bong all in one, essentially. Yeah. There's an inner chamber that's closed off from the outer chamber. Yeah. And it's got two separate intakes and, and uh, outtakes, I guess, outputs. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just gorgeous. One's a male, one's a female side. It's perfect. I, it's I think really it's, cool. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing cool piece. piece. Yeah, Reagan was showing us a video that he put online uh, that you can probably see if you go to thermodynamics.ca. Yeah. By the way, that's with an X at the end, thermo yeah. thermodynamics. <laughs> um, and uh, he put food coloring in both chambers so you can watch them operate uh, individually. It's pretty cool. Yeah, anyway, really cool. I'm pretty excited yeah, to it's a cool, cool yeah. dab off of it. So, um, and we're going to be bringing on some more guests later, uh, the Cannabis Brothers, who are a couple of guys that I ran into here. Here at, this, at the show as well and just joined CGC right on the spot um, and they are phenomenal extractors who uh, have a proprietary technology for extracting rosin that they're pretty excited about. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start off dabbing their uh, rosin press Girl Scout cookie here but then we'll have them on in a few minutes to talk more about their stuff. So. And we've dabbed a few other rosins on the show and nothing's quite looked like this. Yeah, it's beautiful It's like color. a really nice amber color. Yeah. It kind of looks like some of the shatters. That it looks like shatters. Well, yeah, it, looks it looks like, like it's a bit of a darker color than most of the shatters we've yeah, had. Yeah. But it's not that like gnarly like... tar reclaim mm -hmm. color that we had last 
last evening when yeah, we were yeah, uh, yeah the garbage water the garbage water. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you though, I, I I'm lucky enough through my job to constantly be hanging out with guys with like Scotty Skunk and Shatterbeard and all these people, and so they press rosin a lot, right? Because they have flour laying around. It's like, oh, what does it taste like? And they just throw it in this rosin press that they have sitting there at the green ceiling, 24 <laughs> hours a day, right? So good flour pressed looks like this. The reason why you see bad rosin is because it's the commercially made stuff, and mm -hmm. then it's bad flour, it's bad technique. Who knows, right? But the small batch rosin should look like this. Oh yeah. Oh, we're good to go. Yeah. So the rig's ready to go and guests first all the time. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Luckily we have our emergency keychain right dabber. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a dabber on my keychain for just these kinds of occasions when you need to pretty record sure exactly right on the road. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you got it right. All right. Nice. Here we go. I mean, there's no, do whatever you want. There's yeah. no need to be shy here. Yeah. Oh, sounds good. I actually don't need to wait because I have my portable pen with that same rosin in it, so I can just. Uh, I'd like to say his, uh, his unit here is the uh, his unit? E email unit. Yeah, his unit? His big <laughs> is, unit? It, yeah, it, that's the thing, it's not that big. It's not that big. It's in a good middle size. It it's is. not quite as small as the other one we've been using, but it's, it's a little bit taller, but just you. as compact. It's yeah. not as bulky yeah. as a lot of the, yeah. the ones I've seen around. They, they put these fancy cases on them, some mm -hmm. of them. I've seen someone that were, was. Uh, it was like custom cut wood or something mm -hmm. like that. And it was beautiful, but yeah. it was just this big crazy box that cost a ridiculous amount of money that did the same thing that these little yeah. same thing. There, there's no excuse not to have your case look like that in addition to being right. cost effective, yeah. right? Exactly. Because like, as Reagan said, he sourced all these parts you know, got decent versions or better than decent versions of each piece of it. Yeah. You know, it's a nice button, it's a nice color LCD, it's a good quality cable. And he's still able to sell it for what, 330 is it retail? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's a good price. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were really just looking around and finding things. Um, <clears throat> Oh, you know, I have to admit, I was really against going to China mm -hmm. at first. <coughs> Everybody I called was in North America. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and the prices and the availability were absolutely insane. Yeah. And I didn't want to go get ch cheaper, worse products mm -hmm. from China just to save money. Yeah. But I honestly was able to find the exact same things in China. And yeah. some things were literally five times cheaper. Yeah. And they're all made in China. They, yeah. Some of them just come to North America and then just get sold at five times the yeah, cost. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So. Well, I mean, the, man, the global manufacturing these days, like all of the metal comes from China. Yeah. So well, well, it doesn't matter where your pen was manufactured, the coil is woven from, exactly. from nonsense copper or whatever. Yeah. So you have to make sure that whatever you're getting is the best quality. It doesn't matter where it was originally sourced from. It's a matter exactly. of the quality, right? Wherever you get it from, you got to make sure you're getting what you paid for. Yeah. So <coughs> as a manufacturer or an importer or whatever, you need to be making sure that what you bought is actually that high quality. That yeah, just because you <coughs> imported it from Holland doesn't mean it's also not Chinese garbage. Yeah, know? even yeah. Apple, all their yeah. components are from Asia. And yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, they just assemble it themselves. Oh, oh, big smokes yeah. came trying to have, work the carb cap that we I don't have. I love this show, by the way. That rosin tastes great. Yeah. That was very nice. Yeah. It's very well. tasty stuff. Yeah. Um, it's so got that, it's like, I, you remember oh, I told you it's got a really like, cool like taste? Too. Yeah. <laughs> like very, sour. very, like, terpene, mm -hmm. like, heavy, I'd say. Like, mm -hmm. I taste a lot of that in there. Very, uh, yeah, it's okay. Just push down. Like a citrus pine, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, it's delicious. Fresh. That's and the word I'm looking fresh. for. I don't know, fresh. you guys have probably used other e nails, but one thing about using an e nail. Is that um, big smoke? Can you pass me the? Um, we'll uh, yeah, you'll burn yourself once in a while, but not badly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that uh, when you use a torch, uh, you're spraying the nail with butane, mm -hmm. and I 
when I go back and use a torch, all I taste is butane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's like a, a, a placebo effect. I'm pretty sure it's, I'm tasting there's butane. There's got to be some yeah, residual hydrogen. Or you're spraying liquid butane and it's catching fire. I mean, there's going to be one or two percent at least. Yes, that's absolutely. probably going to make yeah. it past the combustion. It's the same reason that people prefer wicks for lighting bongs and stuff, right? Yeah. Like if yeah, you're a real exactly. connoisseur, you don't yeah. use a lighter, you use something else. Yeah. Oh, it looks like our nest guests are just arriving. Yeah. Well, awesome. friends waiting for us. Wait, is this the right side? Yeah. yeah. Yep, yeah, stick her right in there, right touch the bottom. Very smooth. So we were talking, and we were, we were talking about the regular uh, temperature debate earlier. Yeah. And you were saying that 777 is your favorite. Is my favorite, yeah. We have yeah. made a video. We made a video, sorry to cut you off. No, we made a video okay. called The Mystical Journey, the oh, quest yeah. for the perfect mm. dab temp. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this insane demented video we did. Cool. But the best part is, is that like at the end of the video, I didn't have an answer for what the best dab tip was. Mm -hmm. I realized it, it was none. subjective. There it is, is subjective. None. So yeah, I just yeah. said to be continued. And yeah. I, I was saying the other day that I want to get my hands on one of the analog ones that just is the dial on, on the right. cable yeah. and just fiddle with it and find the temperature I like, then get a heat gun yeah. or one of the thermometer yeah, gun yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, laser gun, yeah. And, uh, Science, right? Check out yeah. the... <laughs> no, but yeah. seriously, like the not knowing thing before you do it, right? Mm -hmm. And not prejudge yourself. Then you're like, oh, well, this seems a little harsh, go yeah. a little lower, maybe yeah, yeah. find out what you like, then zap it and see what actually the flavor you yeah. like is. Mm -hmm. Or the temperature, I mean. Well, and, and there's a lot of people who are flower connoisseurs that will say things like, oh, well, I, I love burning it just because that's what I'm used to, and I, I personally like to experience the terpenes <laughs> that way, right? And it's like, okay, but then why are you against dabbing at 850 or 900, right? Yeah. It's also burning. It's yeah. just a different way to experience the same tastes. Yeah. And Another thing too is that um, I change the temperature throughout the day, mm -hmm. so you can do lower temp dabs during the day with a sativa, so mm -hmm. you don't get like blasted and want to yeah. take a nap within a few hours of waking up. Um, you drop a high temp OG at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, something that that's what you did the other night, wasn't there? Oh, uh, vapor trail. It's a good time. Yeah. yeah lower time. temps to taper off the like how it kicks in, right? Yeah, Makes exactly. Yes. Yeah. And the this high temps burn the turbine. A really delicious bowl, and I love mm -hmm. quartz for taste, and I love electric for convenience. And the fact that you're selling a very reasonable twenty dollar bowl like that is fantastic. I think you, yeah. you, the reason I wanted you on this show right now is because I want people to know that there's a cost-effective alternative to go out and enjoy cannabis. You know? Yeah. If you're paying a hundred, some guy. I mean, I feel mm -hmm. bad for the guy, but some guy told me that he paid one hundred and fifty dollars for a bucket nail, a quartz bucket nail. And I'm like that. It's like one tenth the size of, or it's like one twentieth the size of any bong, and well, those bongs are like fast. the same price. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. It doesn't break as fast. It's not cheap. It, it, it's cheap, so it's yeah. glass. I, like, yeah. I don't. It's I glass. go to IKEA to get my glasses yeah. too, because then when they break, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you're manhandling an eight hundred degree coil on yeah. glass. It might as well be cheap. Because yeah. if it breaks every, I'm not saying it will, but if it breaks and well, it'll stress fracture eventually. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Just, yeah, but it comes with the titanium nail. So mm -hmm. even if you have a quartz one that you bought for twenty bucks. You'll always have a titanium, which yeah. should last like a, de a century. Absolutely. I think you should tell us a little bit about your titanium bowl, actually, because yeah. it's one of the neatest little designs that I've seen so yeah. far. Yeah, um, it's a new one to me, that's for sure. Yeah. So it, uh, is it hot? I don't know what no, no, that one's no, that one's hot. It's, it's a six-in-one, uh, right? six and basically it fits uh, a female 10, 14, 19 millimeter, uh, and then it'll fit a male rig the same. 19, 14, 10. Mm -hmm. Just unscrew it from one end and screw yep. it in on the other and it switches yeah. from male to female. Yeah, yes. and the coil just rests on this little groove on top. You don't have to screw anything on top of the coil. We even got them to open up the coil by like 0.2 or 3 millimeters just so it has a nice open fit. And another thing I was thinking, I don't know if yeah, it's just an idea, but it's like if, well I have a dog and a girlfriend and we've been doing this for like eight months since our prototype and we've never, and my dog is a border collie, she's never ripped the thing off the table. Mm -hmm. But, I'm not saying it's impossible, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. if somebody did happen to trip over the cord and yank the e-nail off the yeah. table, if this is on a titanium nail, it 
potentially will just kind of come off. Yeah, even if the thing knocks over, then yeah, it'll pop off. Exactly, yeah. like, and you won't have your bong also flying onto the mm -hmm. floor and smashing. We, yeah. we never say to leave it unattended, so of the course. idea is that you'd be sitting there, yeah. and if somebody knocked over the thing and it went, Ideally, this would come off the nail and it would just be sitting on your glass, and you would just say, oh, okay, I'll yeah. pick up the thing. It might knock the glass over. Exactly. But the and your, your coil might, yeah, that's why you have a dab mat. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. yeah. But a lot of them have screw ins, and if mm -hmm. they're kind of like glued in no, onto I've only thing, ever seen screw yeah. ins, I think. Yeah, yeah. and so, with all the resin, so they, they cement themselves onto the yeah, connection. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. You're break your bong. It's a great connection. That's yeah. a good point. So thermodynamics.ca there, um, you got the e-nail and these accessories. What? Yeah, well, we, we were an online head shop. We still are. Mm -hmm. um, and then we just wanted to start selling e-nails, and it made sense for us to make our own e-nails now. And um, that, uh, that's, that's where hot. we are right now. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it's definitely a fire hazard. I mean, that's what to say it's not. Well, this is, like, this is the thing, right, is if yeah. you're going to dab responsibly, please realize you're dealing with a 600, 700 degree yeah. element, for yeah. God's sake. And it's the same right? thing on your stove and yeah. on your iron. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. do want to build in, having said that, an auto timer shut off. And then I was going to suggest yeah. that for God, someone, that so it's help. really good to yeah. hear. Yeah. people That's that very I know. Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people you know very intimately. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Some wives of yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so that would keep it safe. And there's a couple other things that maybe I'll tell you off the air. That yes, we're absolutely. Of. Competitive oh, yeah. advantages, yeah. For, yeah, sure. for sure. Just some ideas that we'd like to be able to make it so it's cool. Oh, less cool. of a fire It's cool hazard. to meet people from companies all in Canada trying to do this the right way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Regan. It's thank been you a real guys. Reagan, excuse me. It's yeah, a real pleasure, okay. and uh, we look forward to uh, having uh, you back on the show at some future point. I'm sure. Cool. Yeah, Great. Sure, awesome. Thanks. Thank you very cool. much. Cool. Pleasure. We're here at the lovely uh, Squamish Valley Golf Course to uh, announce the first ever CGC 420 Golf Tournament and Cannabis Cup. We're super excited because uh, the Cannabis Cup is a tradition of the cannabis community and has been for many generations. It's how small craft growers get recognized. And of course, the golf tournament is the traditional business networking opportunity of the mainstream business community. And we thought we'd merge those two flavors together. It's a fantastic opportunity to introduce ourselves to other businesses. This is that opportunity for, for us to all start mingling and, and uh, sharing intelligence and, and uh, having our conversation. It's what it's all about. Sunshine, meeting people, having some dabs and some dudes. Absolutely. Learning about new strains and, and uh, you know, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe doing a little golf. People. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Maybe a little golf. A little, golf. A little bit. We're super excited to invite everyone down here to the Squamish Valley Golf Course on September 11th. You can get your tickets through cannagrowers.ca and uh, hopefully we can have some fun out here. Yeah, absolutely. We're back at the Cannabis and Hemp Conference here in Vancouver, and we're yep. joined by the Cannabis Brothers, uh, some extractors that I bumped into here uh, who do fantastic work. So yep. uh, welcome, guys. We actually just uh, dabbed your rosin. Yeah, I'm going to do more of it right now. delicious. Thank you. We had some pretty gnarly rosin a couple days ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. A breath of fresh air. Uh, yeah. It was, you guys like we more. <laughs> and he, uh, there was a judge's a pack judge's for a pack cannabis and cup, and the two rosins that were entered were unacceptable. But they won by second. It's unfortunate that happens sometimes. I think right? this is probably the best rosin that I've ever had. 
Really? I don't, and I don't know how many brazins I've smoked. Like maybe that's still like that means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, the best that I didn't like take a, a, an heirloom bud that it, from a guy I knew and pressed it right there. You know, the, the first time I've had packaged rosin of this quality by far and away. That's awesome. So that's your own Girl Scout. Okay. Yeah. I'm, Wait, did you bring some other goodies? We have some more of just oh, the Girl Scouts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so, twist my arm. I like, I like how the guest first policy shriveled real quick. Right I had one on my dabber. Sorry, man. I had a dabber loaded. And I wasn't gonna do anything. You gotta with clean it, it off. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> it's just polite. Yeah. yeah, we did a press of some uh, Black Valley Kush a little right, while back was, too. It's really, yeah, really it. nice. And we've been uh, when we're going forward in the future, we want to be pressing like only organic buds too, because we'll be finding a much, a much more intense flavor profile and a lot more noticeable mm -hmm. terpene profile on those organic buds being pressed out. Mm -hmm. um, it makes a lot of sense, I suppose, if you're are concentrating or extracting, you're also extracting and concentrating the. Yep. Yeah. Everything else. Might also be yeah. on there. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Our, our boy Phil from Holistic Extracts gave a really good speech yesterday, talking about when he first came to medical cannabis from uh, um, and for him his MS, you know, as it tried to find an alternate cure that instead of all these pharmaceuticals he was upset that he could never find a concentrate maker who had you know, analytic testing or who could show yeah. evidence, right? Yeah. And I mean, obviously that was a while ago and things have improved a lot since then, but it's still, you know, it's important that we, when we concentrate something, you don't want pesticides or mold no. or mm -hmm. whatever in there, right? That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's good yeah. to hear that you guys are taking that seriously. It's fantastic, as, as yeah. uh, Vapor Trail said, that all these young guys are coming out and, and finally able to show their stuff. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. awesome. Young guys and girls, I should say. There's some women making some kick-ass concentrates. Actually. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So how long have you guys have been making the concentrates? Um, me and my brother started making con like rosin a little bit, like around November of last year. Nice. And then we formed Countess Brothers January of this year. So we're barely new, like really just getting into it. But we've been, yeah, it's just out of desperation that we did rosin because like I, I have MS as well, and I really needed a clean medicine. Like Bud wasn't doing it for me. I needed something that mm -hmm. was clean, that was like had the terpene levels that I yep. needed. Have it had all that clean medicine, mm -hmm. and so I, I didn't really want to go down the BHO route. And Garrett had some bad experiences with BHO, so we're like, yeah, we could let's just figure out a different way. So we were looking it up. We were looking at bubble hashes. Mm -hmm. We stumbled upon rosin. Um, like something brand new that came out in 2015. So we're like, oh, what's this rosin? So we're like getting into it, pressing it with like a hair straightener, mm -hmm. and we did like a couple yeah. ounces like that. 170 <laughs> yeah. degrees, 180 degrees, yeah. figuring out what's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Getting them like jumping on it, yeah, like yeah. standing, yeah. And then we're just like, this isn't, this isn't good enough. So we like, what is everybody else doing? Like high pressure, high, high heat. And then we're like, okay, well, high heat's not what we want. We want low heat, mm -hmm. high pressure. So we're like, okay, well, what can we build to do this? Because there was nothing on the market mm -hmm. that was being able to do like that high pressure with that regulated heat. Mm -hmm. Nobody yeah. had any mm -hmm. products like that. So you had to build it yourself. So you guys yeah. built it like an old Victorian farm. Yeah, had it yeah. Built, we're right? just like, awesome. yeah. we got to awesome. do it ourselves. We built it out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta yeah. say, when they, awesome. when they first showed me, it, it tripped me out. Because like, I'm from the growing side of things. I've seen that thing. It looks like something out of a freaking spaceship. <laughs> now, awesome hydraulic do, press. Do you guys want to get into into how that works, into your proprietaries? I don't want to uh, sure. show too much leg, you know, and get yeah. the competition to insight into what you guys do. But uh, Yeah. Um, well, I think the biggest thing that puts a, a rosin maker um, like ahead is if they can understand um, a lot of rosin makers don't fully 
grasp the mechanics of what rosin is going on and, mm -hmm. and what's going on in the bud while what's it's making doing. it come out right? yeah and we had the opportunity to learn very early on what rosin actually is and that's i think what accelerated our ability to move forward so much faster mm -hmm. and that's um, when you squish that bud, what rosin is, is very rudimentary steam distillation. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're building up that, that steam with that pressure and that heat very slowly. You have to get that bud underneath that, that press. Because it's the moisture in the bud that's yeah. providing the, yeah. the steam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so you actually have to play with the moisture contents of the bud. If you have it too dry, what's the rosin going to come out of that way? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to play with the moisture. What's the best moisture content? Mm -hmm. Is it 84? Is it 74? Mm -hmm. Is it eight, like Fresh 60? trim, you know? Yeah, yeah. fresh yeah. trim, everything like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's super interesting. Well, that's where it goes even further too. Is like we wanted to bring it back. Even it, it starts with the plant itself that you go for, and like that's why we want to go all the way from having it grown ourselves fully organically and with permaculture, and then knowing that every basically bit of our of our, you know, of, of what's going into that product there, mm -hmm. every bit of what's going into our solvent, uh, every, every going into our concentrate, we yeah. will know exactly what it is, and it'll be the freshest it can be, and we can harvest it the moment we want it to yeah. be. Whatever your proprietary moment is, exactly. you know, you control That's it. Awesome. Well, yeah. like, depending on what you want from certain ones, like, if you're wanting a sativa with a much more uh, uplifting effect, then we would be, you know, pulling that a little bit early, and make mm -hmm. sure you have nice, clear trichomes, and you get a much clearer-looking concentrate that, you know, some people really like that on the market. People are looking for something that's almost, you know, the clear as a lot of people refer to it or talk about. Mm -hmm. Now, you probably are going to get to the point where even the bud density matters, right? Because yes. it affects your manufacturing 100%, process. You're going to yeah. look for certain kinds of, you know, popcorning this or, yeah. or, or those those springy ones. You know, when you go to the, you, you get a bag and you know it's yeah. a quarter and it looks disappointing and you put one of those nugs in your grinder and it's like a fucking <laughs> snake box where yeah. there's just weed yeah. spews out of your grinder somehow. Yeah. You, yeah. Like, are those best for pressing, right? Like, are those the kind of nugs you want? Um, you actually really want to find a happy medium between that and really really like sparse really popcorny kind of yeah, yeah. Um, because when you choose your plate size you a lot of people when they started when they wanted to go from hair straighteners to something bigger that mm -hmm. was heat controlled they went to a t-shirt press mm -hmm. that was like a foot long by mm -hmm. a foot wide to give them that that space yeah. that they thought they wanted right and so they would like line up like a whole bunch of buds on parchment paper and squish the entire thing mm -hmm. and they would hold it for like 45 seconds and what that mm -hmm. did is it burnt their rosin yeah is just destroyed it and so it was um, almost a it was no terps in there, not no flavor, and maybe leftover cannabinoids from a partial decarboxylation. Mm -hmm. And so you want to stay away from huge yeah. plate sizes mm -hmm. because the smaller the plate size, the greater push out of the right. oils you get. Mm -hmm. But you don't want a too big of a plate size to like if you have a bud, you don't leave the center bit of it still oily. You yeah. want to get it all out. So there's really a happy medium you have to huh. choose between your plate sizes and then your bud sizes and then how much you want to press. Right. Yeah. And then also if you want to press using bags or bagless. Right. A lot of people use like micron bags so they stuff a whole bunch it, of yeah. bud in mm -hmm. and then put it in underneath the press. But usually if you don't press it right, all of that bud just explodes out of the, yeah. the bags and yeah. it's useless. Yeah. 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 I've heard that from some other uh, from uh, you know 
people yeah. who take as much care of what they do that like yeah. why are you micron bagging it doesn't work it's, no. it's impractical if yeah. you do, you should have controlled your product before that point you know mm -hmm. like as you yeah. guys are saying mm -hmm. if it, if the bud is good and you grew it yourself and yeah. there's nothing in it why do you need a freaking filter for it, right yeah, um, yeah exactly yeah. yeah 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 do you guys do your growing as well yes we do yeah. that's awesome yeah, yeah, that's what we figured. We we want to try taking it all the way to the beginning of it because like that's where it starts. Is you can't make gold without gold to start with. You know, like yeah. uh, Bubble Man said that to Rishi yesterday when he was talking about the extractions. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Seeing it the whole way through, I think, is the way to go. You know yeah. exactly yeah. what's going in, what exactly yeah. is coming out at the end. And we do a we do like fully organic, so it's like organic bud into organic solventless concentrates. And so it's the cleanest can we can it. hope can for. Yeah, I was yeah, saying yeah. that, honestly. I was saying on the first day, it tastes so fresh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It and really this stuff, and this is stuff that I just dabbing. even sourced too. Like, and yeah. once we're getting our own, our own, it's going to be even cleaner than this. And that's the most we amazing thing. We haven't harvested thing. yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I've got a couple pictures oh, of like so fresh this yeah. two months. Yeah. This stuff is actually about two weeks old. This has been sitting in our living room for about two weeks. <laughs> and you never know. Like, this is like one of the mothers. She's been fully true. organically fed her whole life. Like, not a stitch of fertilizer's touched her once. And that's from well, seed. Like that's yeah, from seed as well. It's well, not it's like from clones. Really? Yeah. From seed. Good for you guys. Yeah. So I mean, we, I'm a big believer in that. We were just having a conversation with some very elite growers last night. Yeah. And they were saying that all of the best plants they've ever themselves smoked, yeah. some of the legendary ones that they've smoked, have been like, Hermy and difficult and yeah. itchy, and yeah. the first three batches went to seed, and they had to rework it, and they yeah. finally get something, and now it's you know UKGs or some ultra elite, right? Hundred yeah. percent, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that there's something to be said for working the seed from the beginning and not taking the yeah. shortcut, right? Yeah. Well, like that's one thing that I'm I'm really excited. Like that's my 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 life goal. Like I I want to be pheno hunting and bringing back these original stains. Like one thing we've already done is we've sourced and found quite a few. I think we've got about 50, 60 seeds that are all original 80s stock seeds. Oh, um, that's from, awesome. From Hayes to Skunk Number 1 to Big Buddha Cheese, which is not original cheese, but it's the closest yeah. we've been able to find so far. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm uh, talking to a few of the growers that are local. I'm trying to get uh, some more clone sharing and genetic sharing along with them so that when I bring back these genetics, I can trade with them, you know, some UBC chemo or something like that and start yeah. getting that into the mix. But that's, awesome. that's what I'm all about as well, is I want to bring back and revitalize these genetics because yeah. Yeah. what they were talking about today, about how all these growers that have been forcing it to grow indoors and even yeah. these sativas that have been forced mm -hmm. to grow indoors and now have these uh, almost like indica uh, dominant tendencies yeah. like with the train wreck that's going around lately how it's almost a hybrid or an indica now instead of yeah. what it should be a pure sativa you know headband is also like that i find yeah. exactly really yeah happy. yeah or rockstar too yeah. is like almost a pure indica yeah. by now yeah and if we and bringing back those heirloom old strains we can resurrect those old cannabinoid profiles mm -hmm. and resurrect 100%. those old terpene profiles yeah. things that we're missing yeah. nowadays yeah. yeah and then yeah. introduce that into a concentrate form mm -hmm. and it's just so much more powerful. It's, yeah. it's so ironic that years of breeding for THC was stupid and pointless. <laughs> I know, like, right? Like yeah. years of breeding for THC, we all thought, oh, THC is what gets you high. It's yeah. like, no, no, THC is just a, a small piece of the puzzle. Yeah. It's yeah. all of the terpenes are what yeah. gets you high. And it wasn't until I dabbed pure extracted cannabis terpenes and got confused about what was yes. real and what yeah, was not exactly. that I was like, okay, I'm convinced. <laughs> and I've also dabbed pure THC and it's yeah. deeply unpleasant. It's, it's yeah. grindy, it's like meth. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, uh -huh. 
down, like like just enduring this yeah. high, and then you do a terp dab, and it's like you're in a field of flowers, yeah. or you know, right. it's like the way CBD is totally different. It's the yeah. same thing, right? You know, I'd like to see what the you talked about bringing the old strains back. Yeah, I'd love to see because you look look in like old like uh, high times from the '70s, and you yeah. look at their foldouts, and it is nothing you would ever want to buy yeah. to smoke weed. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like a stem with. Like some seeds, yeah, and, yeah. Know, a little bit of like. Ooh, <laughs> Look at this like, porno, yeah, you're like, but it's like their centerfold. They're like, check this shit yeah. out. So yeah. I'd love to see what like you guys could do yeah. with that same strain, yeah. and throw those up side yeah. by side yeah, and be yeah. like, this was the yeah. '70s, this was yeah. the bomb ass stuff, and yeah. this is what yeah. we're making yeah. now. Yeah. And like another yeah. thing that's exciting too is like bringing. I hope like the more world opens up and gets a little like, mm -hmm. sketched a little less sketch about international trade and stuff like oh, that. This, that the land races I, yeah, from like, their original yeah, countries. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've smoked stuff down in, uh, I've got family members, my Italian family's in Indonesia, and I've smoked stuff over there that has been like, it's not the best looking weed, it looks awful, smokes like, kind of tastes like tobacco, but it is the most unbelievable like cerebral like skyrocketing high you'd ever have. Mm -hmm. They're not like doing a, it right, but whatever is in that plant has a different, it has a natural, a very, yeah. very different cannabinoid profile. And this is what my passion is too on that: is that mm -hmm. I want to be going to traveling to these places. I want to, I guess, sort of strain hunter style thing and bring back this these cannabinoid profiles here yeah. and find ways to introduce them to our land races. Mm -hmm. Bring back an entire new, an entire new land race. Yeah. Like we, that's the only way we're going to get new yeah. genetics ever is yeah, we start yeah. doing stuff like that. And if if we can start trading with the Californian growers and stuff like that, and trading, uh, you know, cross country with Spain, uh, Spain, Holland, you know, yeah. Israel Africa. is amazing. All of the best oh, yeah. land yeah, races yeah. are in Africa, right? Uh, and land races like wild. the Congo one. Mm -hmm. we, we need more. The Congo Durban, design. I mean, yeah. the Malawi. Uh, yeah. Malawi gold's one of the best things I've ever smoked. Oh, that would be so exciting yeah. going on a trip and bringing back like an eighth to like be like, hey, man, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You know, a reasonable amount or whatever. I was just in the states on the weekend and okay. or the, last weekend, and we were. Uh, yeah, you have the Washington's legal state. You can do. We were just, you know, toying with the idea, like, oh, we could buy it. It's essentially the same thing. But yeah, going to like Africa or, yeah. or some like exotic mm -hmm. place and picking up some exotic weed that you'd never find here. Yeah. Well, we have we like, have some some local land race legends that are like I don't know if you've ever had a, te a proper Texada time warp. But that shit will ruin your mind. <laughs> like it's oh, the reason oh, it's oh, called oh, that is because you're like. <sighs> It's Tuesday? Like yeah, you instantly yeah. just like, <laughs> you know, you wake up covered in chips and like you don't know what happened from like one half of a joint, right? And I've only had it once and I've had a lot of bad OG that's called Texada Time Warp that is absolutely not, right? But like if you can find the the real heirloom strain from that island, does something weird happen to the genetics and it is killer, absolutely killer. So BC has its own like legendaries out there. You just need to find them, right? We need yeah. to do the same thing. Yeah. You're gonna have to go out and Prince Rupert and just bushwhack and find oh, shit 100%. out there, you know? Well, and that's, that's the why, I, yeah. I also said about the, the UBC chemos and stuff like that. Yeah, like, exactly. I fully respect, like our land races are so <clears throat> intense and powerful. Yeah. I wanna, I guess, just give them a little bit of a new spark, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We built our name on BC Bud. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the old God Bud, you know? Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. I, I, it's, I like how much this is what the show's about. You guys come on here and say you have like a very excellent reason you're doing it, mm -hmm. you know, and you, you, you have the greatest motives and, you know, your business oriented yeah. and you're doing this for all the right reasons. Thank it's you like, very much. These yeah. are the people that we need to. Well, it's the stories you want to tell. Yeah, the stories yeah. that we want to tell. Hear. So it's not just some like sketchy dude on the corner who buys some weed from the guy who grows in his attic that he rents or whatever. and. 
Like these are actually people like scientists and businessmen trying to do some good yeah. in our communities. So. Trying to make something that, that f for the first time in human history, we're actually dealing with an intoxicant where we can see that it has these wonderful specific health effects and that we can tailor it. So if there is something negative about cannabis that we discover one day, all these fear-mongering studies, well, we'll just yeah. take that turf out of it. You know what I mean? It'll exactly. just be like, all right, well, no more no more making your, your short-term memory kind of shitty. You know, like, we've just done that. Like, yeah. cannabis doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. And we could definitely get to that point in the very mm -hmm. near future. And we it's could, really yeah. exciting, you know? Yeah. My, my dream for what Countess Brothers could be, um, like, you, you, you make rosin and then you, you fractionally distillate that into a solventless THC CBD. Mm -hmm. We grow some strains really high in CBG and we start running tests on strain-specific terpenes and strain-specific mm -hmm. CBG for these like medical conditions and stuff and then start creating like <laughs> ratios and different products. Proprietary <laughs> blends. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Something that works at like mm -hmm. coffee, but it's cannabis yeah. and you take it in the morning mm -hmm. and you feel energized. Or, or to, to, to do a, like a, a, a turkey profile analysis of what makes a really good Malawi gold and right. then you can basically grow really good uh, reflections of each of those terpenes that are natural, mm -hmm. distillate them and then create like a, a like a, almost a molecular gastronomy M Malawi gold, yeah, right? This yeah, is basically yeah. the pure essence of that land race. Yeah. It tastes, you know, it'll never be the same. I mean, there'll always be snobs who prefer the real deal, but yeah. it'll be an interesting little experiment to make yeah, your own definitely. chemical cuts yeah, of, yeah. Of, of different famous That's land races. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It'll be a good way to preserve, like the, from, from my point, for the growers, like we will be able to preserve the genetics and also be able to have like a, a, a basically a blueprint. Yeah, a database. Else yeah. Wants to grow it and call it that, we can yeah. be like, here, this is the Malawi blueprint. Like we, yeah. we have that. Yeah. And if if it doesn't match up, then sorry, yeah. your Malawi gold isn't Malawi gold. Well, anymore, and, and frankly, know? we'll get to, we'll also get to the point where only the people, the growers of Malawi, will get to call their stuff the Malawi gold, and you'll just call yeah, it yeah. like Malawi style, you know, the yeah, same way yeah. Parmesan yeah. style cheese, right? Like because <laughs> well, eventually the terroir, the, the the kind of the local right to that name will be yeah. will matter to people as much as it does for wine and, and everything else, right? Totally. No one's gonna let you get away with calling it champagne anymore unless it's fucking grown in the Champagne Valley. Yeah. And yeah. one day Malawi is gonna be the same way. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll be able to buy their babies back from Madonna. <laughs> well, thanks very much for joining us, guys. Yeah, thank yeah, you. It's it a real great. pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. And pleasure. Listen, yeah. you can be found on Instagram yeah. at uh, Cannabis Brothers Extracts. Yeah. Uh, thanks again for joining us on Extractly, the only show where you learn this much about terpenes. Get to the bubble. Hey stoners, thanks for listening to another episode of Extractly. If you enjoyed the show, you can download the full episode on iTunes. To find out more about us, visit CannabisLifeNetwork.com and be sure to hit us up on our social media at CannabisLifeNet. Until next time, dappers, smoke till you choke and stay high till you die.